Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay, produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA. And whether we were born here or born in Italy, in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji. We all of us are workers, united we must stand, until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We face deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's glass to glass and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. <coughs> and you're hearing this the day after the, the longest-running election campaign of all time, which has still got a long way to go before it catches up with the Concrete Gang, which is the longest-running show on Australian radio. Good morning, Gorilla. Good, good morning, Good Warren. morning, String Bean. Good, good morning. morning, Annie. Award-winning Concrete Gang, that election exactly. campaign. No awards for that election campaign, though. That was a boring thing, wasn't it? Oh, mate. I, I, I saw... What was the highlight? Ryan Dore and John Clark on uh, Thursday night on ABC TV, and they did a little routine about waking up as they tried to do it, the last interview about the election. They kept going to sleep. You know what? <laughs> They're just a bit slower off the mark than me because I've been asleep for the last seven months. Weeks, I reckon. <laughs> but they didn't, nothing fantastic. If it was me, if I was Bill Shorten, and trust me, I'll never, fuck, I'll never be Bill Shorten, but, but if I had his, certainly wouldn't be Malcolm Turnbull. No, <laughs> no. Nah, nah. But if I had his butt, you, you know what I'd done? I'd have driven his fucking bus through the Liberal Party headquarters or something and told him to stick the whole lot up their ass or something and got front page. And I reckon he'd won the election if he'd done something like that. Not we don't, we don't, He might have won it. We don't know yet. But, but just something. Just give us something, Bill. Just give us something. But no, no, they're all soft cocks. They're all sitting around, hardy darin. Oh, please. And you voted early. I did vote early. <laughs> I made that bloke down there very happy. He's the only... <laughs> and often. I hope, I hope you voted often as well. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, folks. We recorded this on Friday because we couldn't face another day of worrying about who was going to win the election. Because on the Concrete Gang, we know 
that regardless of who wins the election, and there's a long way to go, and it looks like there is going to be a certain result, but there's a long way to go with the Senate and all the rest of it. Folks, doesn't matter which one wins, the union's going to go on. And therefore, it's far more important to deal with the issues that we are going to deal with a little bit uh, later in the show about the EBAs and stuff. The sun will come up tomorrow and the union will go on. It's a thing of beauty, though, isn't it, that he called this election to tidy the Senate up and he's got a bigger mess than he started with, <laughs> That's I <reckon>. right, yeah. <laughs> and it was all about us. It was all about us and we never got mentioned. We never got mentioned. No, I was, I'm preparing all the troops for the papers. I said, it'll all be bullshit, don't what. We haven't seen anything, so yeah. you know. Feel a bit left out, really. Wow, well, I'm a bit dirty. <laughs> <laughs> right. I admit, I admit, court case. I'm thinking, listen. oh, they're going to use that. They're going to use that. But no, well, this nothing. shows as confused as the bloody election. But anyway, listen. Let's get down to business, basic business. Oh, got the sun's going to come up. The union's going to go on, and the concrete gang's going to go on and on and on and on and on, and forty years. And what are we going to talk about? The fundraiser. Again. The only thing we need to talk about. We're going to be positive. We're going to get on the front foot. Let's talk about the fundraiser, Gorilla. Well, let's talk about a few of the shirt lifters they haven't seen in their lovely. As, as uh, number one, uh, Bill, Bill Corp. Don't answer our phones, Bill Corp. Why would you have phones, mate? Those, all the shirt lifters, those directors, and Ashley and his gang, and the and the Scotch College Carpenters and all those bloody wankers down there, you haven't sent your 500 in. You've big yourself, Ashley. You haven't sent it in. We can't even ring up and have a go at you because you won't answer your phones. I think we'll have to burn their, one of their jobs down or something like that. And we let her do that. And I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that because last time I said that, something, something did happen. More like, charges. Little joke, just a little joke out little there. Little joke, we're the, only making the, a joke because we're a bit frustrated. No, nah, Ashley morning. loves that. She loves it when we go crooked. But they, look, there's a few punters out there haven't come in. They're lovely, and there's a few that didn't donate. It's not too late. We haven't got yep. the number in, but you can ring up the, the uh, 3CR radio and make a donation because we're still well short of what we've got to get. But we have got our turn coming up on Monday the Tomorrow 11th. week. Yeah, le- Monday the 11th at 11 a.m. at the uh, Palace Hotel, City Road, uh, South Melbourne, uh, 11 a.m. Uh, we've got a fantastic uh, uh, turn up there. We've got a c- couple of surprise guests at the moment. We can't Ooh. announce them because we're not sure if we've got them, but they look like they're coming. And we've also got the Jaded Cats, which is what everyone loves them, the great band, play all the 60s and 70s rock and roll as loud as you like. We've also got some great raffle prizes, and you can only buy uh, the Tickets on the day, if it's a $5,000 uh, travel, travel voucher and a $1,000 Dan Murphy. I should keep saying Dan Murphy. We're plugging them. $1,000 liquor, liquor um, voucher. And uh, so you can only buy the tickets out on the day. We've got that beautiful cake that uh, I've been up baking for about three months. It's going to be magnificent. If you knew how much and it I've was. I've spent 10 days decorating it. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, it's absolutely going to be sensational. Just as uh, well I can count to 40. Otherwise, I would have got the candles wrong. Yeah, when we light the candles, we've well, got the fire brigade on standby. Uh, Not the CFA. No, no, don't go there. So, look, it's going to be a, a magnificent day. So we need everyone we can get there. I think it's $20 entrance fee. You get a, a nice food at the palace. You're putting on a spit and a barbecue and some nibblies and stuff. So you'll all be well fed and ba- uh, drinks at bar prices. So we need everyone to be there to support it. We can't survive. Or the, uh, 3CR can't 
can't survive without $18,000. $18, I know, don't say it. It's 18000 and, um, and if we don't get it, I mean, 3CR can't survive and, and neither will the Concrete Gang, the longest run, running uh, award-winning uh, radio show in the world. And uh, so make sure you're there. Yep. I suppose someone of a cynical mind might ask, why would you celebrate talking shit for bloody 40 years? Yeah, well. It's a good question. Tell us what the answer is by turning up on uh, the 11th. That's tomorrow week on the 11th at the Palace Hotel, 11 o'clock. And there will be a lot of the old gang there as well, some of the uh, originals who uh, first put the show to air 40 years ago. And by and the way, there is wheelchair access. Indeed. <laughs> Little joke there. Uh, oh, yes, sorry. all right, okay. Went over your head, I think. Yeah, I think it did too. All right, let's uh, move on and talk about the EBA, and uh, let's just put a few things in context. The EBA has been completed. The twenty-one days, the seven days, and all the other requirements of the Fair Work Act. And any other day. And any other day you want to name. The vote, the paperwork, all the bullshit's been done and they are being certified. So when people say that the agreement is not code compliant, the agreement's not this, the agreement's not that, well, folks, last week any number of agreements have been certified by the Fair Work Commission, the first of which was ProBuild. ProBuild was the uh, agreement that was submitted for code compliance. It passed code compliance after a lot of mucking around and delay, but it is code compliant. It has been certified. It is in place. And the employees of ProBuild will be getting their pay rise from the start of July. Oh, game on. So there's quite a number of other companies who also got their agreements uh, certified last week. And there will be a lot more this week. So the first full pay period after the 1st of July, probably won't be this week for most companies, it'll be the following week. So there'll be any number of companies who will have their agreements certified, who will be making the pay increase from the first full pay period after the 1st of July as per the agreement. And there'll be a lot of people who won't be. So all those people who thought they could come along to Festival Hall and vote in favour of an offer for a patent agreement, and they're all told that's only the start. That is the start. You accept the offer, then the negotiations and the process of voting and all the bullshit that takes place under the Fair Work Act, thanks Julia Gillard, all that stuff has still got to be completed for a lot of people. So if you want to get on board, get your pay rise, get the benefits of the new agreement, then you need to get your boss moving on the subject because you have had negotiations initiated on your behalf and now he needs to complete the process. Is he going to agree to a patent agreement? Is he going to, in fact, allow you to vote on that? What's he going to do? You need to get off your bums and do something. And let's just say, for those people who have not got an agreement in place who don't want to put a patent in place. Unfortunately, under the Fair Work Act, you are then in a position where if you do not sign on to a patent, you decide that you want to negotiate something separate, 
You say, well, I'm just going to wait to see what happens in the Senate, and good luck if you can work it out. You might find yourself in a situation where what's on the table is no longer on the table. New log will be issued, and it won't be a cheap log either, because there may in fact be a whole lot of stuff that's in the current pattern that's on offer, which will not be available, whatever happens in the Senate, etc. So you're better to get on board with the pattern or under the Fair Work Act, because we're working exactly to the Fair Work Act, we will then serve a new log of claims and the process will start and protected action is the outcome. So folks, if you're an employee, ask your boss what the hell he's doing. And if you're an employer, have a serious think about where this is all going to. Because we don't mind having industrial action under the Fair Work Act. Happy days. We will all enjoy it. It will be more fun than we've had in a long time. Protected action, my God. Protected action. Every Christmas I wake up and hope it's under the Christmas tree. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear. Be careful what you wish for if you're an employer. Now, change the subject. No, we're going to go go for a track. That's what I thought we said. That's that's what I was doing, mate. That's changing the subject. No, it's not changing the subject. So we are changing to a track, and we've got a a, a thrill for the listeners here. Uh, We've got the the new one from the Red Hot Hot Chili Peppers off the Getaway album, and uh, it's it's called Dark Necessities. Is this the one you pinched out at uh, Chatty the other day when you went shoplifting? Oh, mate, close. Was red hot chili peppers with a new one, so we're on the cutting edge. We've managed to keep Warren out the way with with dark necessities. So how's that, Warren? That's got the, the younger ju- generation jumping and yipping and yahooing on their cornflakes, but in the stuff you've put on the sloop with the last last forty years. How's that for apples, pal? See ya, raise ya. I didn't bring Rod Stewart on the show. I bought the wrong one, remember? (laughs) Yeah, Rod Stewart. Righto, moving right along. We've got to be diversive, you know. We've got to play a bit of everything, mate. What about when I brought Christopher Cross in? Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Even I, even I give myself 40 lashes with a wet tram ticket after that one. I crossed. There's someone out, must have been someone out there liked it. But it was a bit of a story to it, mate. You've got to understand there's got to be stories behind it. A bit like this, you know. I could say I played in the same band as Flea, couldn't I? Sort of did. I sort of did. <laughs> really? At school, yeah. He went yeah. to the same school as me, Glen Waverley High. I think he went a bit longer than I did, though. I think everyone did. But anyway, we'll move on. We can't talk about ourselves. What's well, next? I went, I went to Waverley High, and I reckon that was a pretty shit school. What do you reckon? Well, I went to Glen Waverley High. Yeah, and that was a pretty shit school too? Well, it was a sport. Well, we weren't there long enough to work No, it wasn't. <laughs> I got thrown out, but it was, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a funny story, but it was a sport-orientated school. Now it's a, it's a what do you call it? It's, it's all about, um, yeah, only smarties can go there now, and all, and that's what's happened in Glen Waverley, because they're all wanting to move in the area to go to the school. When we're at school, they're all moving out to get out of the joint. <laughs> yeah, for those people who remember Jordanville in its heyday. Yeah, jo- the, Geordie, the Geordie boys. Righto, moving right along. Yes, there is plenty to talk about in the industry, but some of it we can't mention in detail. Anyway, let's have a talk about what happened in Sydney because it does tell you what the prospects are. Maybe not as... Uh, as great as Sydney, but certainly the issue of concrete panels being lifted out of the street for high-rise building, and in Sydney, it went. One of them went down twenty stories, and landed in the street. Unbelievable. Now, we've talked about this as a possibility over the years, and uh, it's never happened in Melbourne. There's been a couple of close calls when. Uh, Panels are being lifted off trucks and spun so that they can go up in a certain uh, configuration and there have been incidents with uh, various parts of the panel collapsing and so (coughs) on. There's all sorts of incidents that have led to uh, injury uh, and... But nothing like being dropped 20 floors into the street. Now, the fact that no one was injured or killed, happy days... But I've got to tell you, if people don't reckon it can happen in Melbourne, they're kidding themselves. They're absolutely kidding themselves. In the last uh, month to six weeks, I think there have been two incidents where precast columns have been installed. And uh, then, obviously, the floors have been built on top of them and they have started to collapse. They've started to explode and the floors above them are then thrown out and have to be repropped. Now, if it can happen on first level builders, it can happen on some of the shitbaggers we've got running around uh, building buildings around Melbourne at the moment. So precast is a serious incident, a serious issue, and this incident suggests that however lucky we have been so far, at some point our luck is going to change. Now, we will get uh, some details and we'll hopefully be able to get uh, some of this stuff onto the website, or is it already on the website, String Bean? Uh, No, it's not. Um, Being Sydney, we're obviously waiting on our comrades up north to uh, provide some more info. Wake up. Yeah. (laughs) There's only only one good thing about Sydney, the road to Melbourne. (laughs) But if we do get information out over over the border, then we'll be sure to pop it up. But it is such a dramatic incident that I think uh, we need to uh, let people know that it happened and we will get further details and uh, get something on the union website. 
because I don't think people quite understand what eight or nine tonne of reinforced concrete can do if it comes down any distance at all. Now, can I send a cheerio to all our old members out there, to yep. all the characters? Because I'll tell you what, we miss them. Because I'll tell you what, there's not many left. They're going at a great rate. Yep. And it was funny, I was listening to the radio on, on the radio on the way in the day and um, Wayne Carey was talking about characters in the game and there's not many left. And what, he was talking about Wayne, no, not Wayne Swan, Dane Swan. Mm. And he's definitely a character, you know, and they, he's talking about him maybe not playing next, again. So just losing characters out of football, well, they're all go, going out of the industry too. And, uh, geez, they're sorely missed, I'll tell you. A bit of a laugh and a giggle on the jobs and... And all that, when things aren't looking good, they always pipe up with something funny and and all the things they used to get up to. So it's pity we can't have a training training course for characters, mate. Unfortunately, you're either born a character or you're not. Because we could have um, Georgie Despard. He could be the teacher, couldn't he, of the, of the training course, Georgie? <laughs> Cheerio to Georgie. God love him. You can't teach that. Now, just uh, on that subject, uh, the contract scaffold meeting, uh, training meeting, uh, we had... Uh, the Bull. Yes. Tony Gleeson, The Bull. Uh, he was there. Another even, one. Even though he's passed away uh, some weeks ago and it's been mentioned on uh, the Conqueror Gang, a lot of meetings, he was a character in the scaffolding game. He was a real character. But The Bull has been immortalised in a life-size, full-colour uh, cardboard cutout. And he went with a can in his hand and a ciggy in his gob, and his scaffold belt on. He went to the scaffold meeting, and we all had a stood up for a minute's silence, and he was still standing at the end of the minute's silence, and he was the only one with a can in his hand. Good luck to the bull. Thankfully, he, he passed away peacefully, and that's nothing less than what he deserved. Righto, moving along. The Radiothon, you owe money, as the gorilla said earlier. You owe money. You better get it in. There's been, there's been a very good return. Half the donations have actually already come in and there were more delivered on Friday, but there's still a few people who need to get off their butts and put the money in. Scallywags. Scallywags. Now, there was a demo incident. Uh, a company called Base Demos uh, lost their license, but somehow some of their uh, product uh, may have ended up on a site in Hawthorne. Just a couple of weeks after the demolition gone wrong in North Melbourne, yeah. basically the same thing. Right, unbelievable. Out to Twinkle Toes out at Hacer in uh, in Doncaster, mate. You pull them down, you got to put them back up. A little bit of censorship on the job by Twinkle Toes, the uh, the site foreman. You had to fix it, didn't you? Now, Suki Lala Award. Joe from KPA is a nominee. Yeah, yeah. And Andrew Percy from Quanstruct. Yeah, nearly killed two blokes, two plumbers on his job, and then after well, that, sold his company, got all union officials in court cases and all that, sold his company, drifted off overseas, running a coffee shop. You know, no all care, no responsibility. You know, that's typical. And then, then leaves an absolute mess for it, for, for everyone else to clean up and... Uh, Officials being char- uh, being charged with all sorts of things, and it's a joke, absolute joke. And uh, another luck. one. Another, Good luck on your flight back. Another one for uh, Suki Lala, the man who's actually 
has the award named after him, the Michael Cleminger Sukilala Award. Oh. You're a nomination again this week, Michael. A different category. Different category. The Suki Lala is now in the scallywag category because he's whinging about signing the EBA and whinging oh, about well, everyone. Well, you mean he could he could be a winner of both? He could be. He could get the double. Right, who's got it? We're running out no, of time. Hang on, hang on. Bill Corp. You already mentioned. Yeah, Bill mentioned Corp. Bill Corp. They've they've um they've uh, oh, said they're going to pay five and haven't paid it and all 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 incoming calls that we can't we can't ring them. Well, I reckon Michael Clemenger should win his own award I every, should, every week. Should get the double, but. Andrew Percy. Yeah, he's got it. Uh, look, I've got to say Scallywag. And Andrew Percy. Quanstruct. From Quanstruct. Sold the company before anything hit court. Mate, we're not going to say principles. anymore. But Jesus, looks shocking, doesn't it? It does. Righto, the winner of Scallywag of the Week, Andrew Percy. And uh, for Sukilala, Michael Cleminger. And we'll go at the same my way. Dare to struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you lose. lose. And we're going Good morning out. from the Concrete Gang and we're your go- choice. We're going out with, uh, just in case we have a bit of bad luck in the legend, in the election, we're going out with John Fogarty, Bad Mood Rising. Indeed. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.